Back ahead, Danny Briere. Briere sets up Carl. Side of the net, deflected, score! Jarrow! Flyers win! We had hockey games, live hockey games we watched. We did. And they were fun. It was awesome. Joel Farabee will make this team. That's your. Uh, that, that's what you're going with. That's the direction that I'm. AV's in. Does, yeah. Does it not seem that way? But by the way, this is episode ten. Ten. Double digits. Yep. Of the Liberty, I am Danny Deemer here with Chris Stumpo, of course. Happy to be here, talking the, some hockey. This is, I've never been this excited for an episode yet. I know. I mean, it's the first time that we've had an episode where we've had hockey before. You know what I mean? Yeah, like actual hockey to talk actual about, not hockey. just projections. Not just projections. Not just. Going off what Dave Haxall coached, we're, we're actually watching Flyers live hockey. We went to Allentown September 11th. Uh, it was a great time. Andrew, it was nice meeting you. Shout out, Andrew. We met a couple couple fans down there. Great game. Great game. Like, better it, was, it was worth the trip completely, 100%. Better than some Flyers games I've watched last year. Without honestly. a doubt. <laughs> and they hit the post in overtime just like the Flyers do. Frosty. And they blew a lead. Just like the Flyers do. Frost and Faraby, just well, it wasn't. I mean, they had great games. Don't get me wrong, but from a scoring goal standpoint, it just wasn't their night. They hit. I think Frost had two, or maybe one. I know he had one in the shootout, but I think Faraby had two. Faraby should have had like three goals that game. Yeah, no, Faraby had like a bunch of open nets that he missed wide. He's so good, dude. Him and Frost's chemistry together is already elite. Yeah, I love to. I mean, see that it. line was fun. Frost, Faraby, and Ratcliffe was really fun. Let's get right into the breaking news. Last week, before the end of the episode, you said both of them would sign the RFAs. I said TK would and not Provorov. Funny how it's flipped around because Ivan Provorov is now signed for six years at 6.75 AAV. Great deal. Great contract. Hextall-esque, <laughs> if you will. We're going to look back it's at It's the this... next ghost deal. Yeah. We're going to look back at this contract and be like, how the hell did we get Provorov for 6.65 a year. It's a really... I honestly think it might have been Provy just saying, I need to be there. I think so, too. I think he caved at the end. I think he caved, too. Yeah, and I love it. It <laughs> makes me love him so much more, and it makes me like, TK, come on, man. I know. We'll get into TK in a we'll, little bit, will. but... Provy, it's he's a great back. Deal. Our number one defenseman's back. I love it. Rejoice. Rejoice. I was I, so happy. Him and Niskanen, and they're, they're getting their stuff together. AV... Yeah, He's coaching them up well. Provy's excited to play with him. An interview a couple days ago, he was saying how it's it's good to play with a, I mean, he has to say, but it's good to play with a veteran guy. He, he said that about McDonald too because he had to, but there's a different vibe to the way he said it yeah. this time because he knows he's not a plug. <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm actually playing with an actually good player this time, not Andrew McDonald. But day one of camp was Friday. Do you want to talk about the rookie game before we get in the camp? Yeah, let's get a little bit of the rookie game. The main right. thing I want to talk about the rookie game, it has nothing to do with the actual rookie game itself. Take out shootouts. Remember, we, we, we wanted to talk about this. But I was complaining big time. I think that – I don't even think you need to take shootouts out. I just think you need to add time to overtime. Like, make it make overtime 10 minutes. Because I guarantee you somebody's scoring in 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I – I would like to see if they switched it to 10, like the statistical increase of games finished in overtime. I'm sure it would I, be like... I would bet you a serious amount of money that it would be it would increase. Yeah, I know. Like shootouts would be a rarity at that point. Because 10 minutes, three on three, you know in that seventh minute if no goal is scored, it's just constant rush after rush, like dudes skating to the bench, like yeah. gassed. It's, three on three is so fun. Like, why, it's a crime that it's not 10 minutes long. Why should a, ho- like a great hockey game... End in a fucking skill competition. I said it a lot last year. I've been saying we've been saying I've this been saying for it, years. Yeah, yeah, I've been saying this since I was in high school. Every Flyers fan hates shootouts. Even when we win, I'm like, okay, yeah, we won. But why? Should, like a great game that's back and forth, fun, action packed. Why should that have to end for a fucking shootout? Shootouts are the worst thing in hockey. Dude, the way that overtime went. Felt like a regular season. Like, that atmosphere in that oh PPL my, Center. Yeah. By the way, the PPL Center is a beautiful. great arena. It was my first time watching a hockey game in there, and I thought it was beautiful, especially for an for an AHL stadium. Like, no. it, it literally looks kind of, like, professional. No, that's awesome. really nice. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. It was a great time. It, yeah, I mean, it really felt like a, an, it was an action-packed game. Like, when Farabee got that puck on the breakaway, 
Everybody. I rewatched it on TV. It was loud, but like it was just normal loud in that stadium. It was like I could not hear myself think no, yeah, when Faraby got the puck. No, we were screaming like big time. Yeah, like, it, we it was, were screaming. The atmosphere was crazy. You know the you know the kids have to love that. Like you know Faraby Frost, their first taste of that. Yeah, you know like oh I'm playing a rookie game in Allentown and the only Flyers fans are, are screaming their 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 lungs out. The Let's Go Flyers chance. Yeah, they it were was, loud. It was awesome. They were loud. Yeah, it like, was awesome. Training camp. There's so many people there. Did you see the pictures mm-hmm. yesterday? Mm-hmm. I'm loving. I'm loving it. A the fans our, are getting behind. A couple them. of our boys are there. Yeah, Tim, Tim Young Tim's there. Shout kept us updated. Um. Yeah. I Frost had a assist. That beautiful pass. Just he just knows what to do with the puck before he gets it. He's just one of those players. He's just going to be special with the puck in his hand uh, on his stick. He should have had a couple more assists. Like I said, Fairby should have had a couple more goals. Um, another guy really stood out to me is Millman. Yeah, I, yeah. I was saying that all night. He he's a project. Don't get me wrong, but he's fun. Yeah, and he's, like and he's really young. Yeah, really. Young. Yeah. Don't. Uh, so he'll get better in these rookie games. Yeah, I know. Uh, he'll get better. I don't know where he's going to college or where he's playing. Yeah, I'm not completely sure either. But I know Allison. I know Yorker in Michigan. And I know. One of the play, I think it's Sir, whatever his name is, uh, S Y R. He's with the Wildcats, right? Yeah, he's with the Wildcats, and he signed a an entry level deal with us. I mean, a, like a basically like a Chris Stewart kind of contract, right? Like he made the rookie camp. Yeah, like he got a camp invite, and then he made the actual camp out of the rookie camp, which is impressive. So he's another prospect that you need to keep a keep some tabs on. My my clear top three, and I'm gonna ask you your top three um, after I do mine, yeah. but. It has to be Phil Myers, German Rabutsov. And number one, I thought was Felix Sandstrom. That dude looked like a goalie that didn't deserve to play in that game. German Rabutsov has a very, very good chance to make this team. I would say, and we've been flip-flopping all summer, especially me. But I, I would say, as of now, I mean, a good it's, problem it's hard to, to say because Farabee's lighting it up too. But he he's is. kind of the favorite, Rabutsov. Like, it, you know what I mean? He is the, the favorite. coaching staff. But it's a, it's a great problem to have. Like, when's the last time that we sat here and talked about, oh, there's like four or five rookies who have a legitimate shot to make this team. Like, Freyerby has a legit shot to make this team. I don't care how old he is, how little he is. He's impressing everybody at camp. Everybody keeps talking about him. Borchek said he broke his ankles. I love to see that. <laughs> Frost has a great chance to make this team. He's had, I don't think he's had a bad practice yet with them. I mean, he's been, he scored today. Yesterday, they said, Yesterday he uh, was a little upset towards the end because Couturier got the best of him. Morgan Frost, Sean Couturier is the best two-way center in the NHL, if not the best. Please don't yeah. be sad. That, that guy clamps Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, Malkin doesn't like that guy. Well, he'll clamp your tiny ass. But I love Morgan. the fact that he's pissed off. Me too. And guess what he did? What did I say yesterday? He was going to come in today and he's gonna <laughs> have a good a good practice. And he came in today, had a great practice. He scored against uh, Ghost with that Austin Matthews toe-drag shot and scored against Elliott. Frost has a good chance to make this team. Faraby has a good chance to make this team. Ratcliffe looks good. Rabustov looks good. And I heard... Myers looks fantastic. Myers is making the team. That's not even a question. We honestly don't even have to dive into Myers' performance on that team. Because the fact that even he was in that game doesn't matter. He shouldn't have been in that game. Yeah, he shouldn't have been in that game. That was just him, like, getting loose. And Charlie O'Connor said, this kid has a real... This kid has a long shot to make the team, but NAK has a chance to make the team too. Hey, whoever earns it. I love the fact that these kids are playing well though right now. Like every I love competition, Dan. I love the fact that Chris Stewart isn't being talked about right now. Well, he is, but he not is, they're but not like, in a good not, way. <laughs> not like he would have been last year with with the, that with that fucking front office. Last yeah. year they've been like, "Oh, Chris Stewart's got the got the first track to make the team." Get the fuck out of here. If I see Chris Stewart on the fly, I'm going to be fucking mad. Because Faraby's better than him. Frost is better than him. Robusta is better than him. Ratcliffe right now is probably better than Chris Stewart. Yeah. He was the bottom of the roster guy in the UK in the Elite League. I think we all can agree nobody wants Chris Stewart to be a flyer this year. Except for Chris Stewart. (laughs) Yeah, he really (laughs) wants to be a flyer. Apparently him and Simmons are best friends or something like that. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Simmons isn't here. <laughs> don't care. Bro, people keep saying that. Like, literally the headline of the articles would be like, Wayne Simmons' best friend, Chris Stewart, itching for a chance to make the Flyers. Like, do you realize Wayne Simmons is a devil? Go play for the Devils with your best friend, yeah. dude. Wayne Simmons is about to try to take a Flyers head off October yeah. 6th. So, not worried about Wayne Simmons. It doesn't matter. 
I'm not worried about Wayne Simmons anymore. Wayne Simmons is not a Philadelphia Flyer. Wayne Simmons is a New Jersey Devil. I don't care about Wayne Simmons. I don't care about Chris Stewart. <laughs> I don't want Chris Stewart to make the team. Let's let's wrap up and finish because I know we went off the rails yeah, here yeah, a little bit on the Provy thing and just how good of a deal yeah, that Pro-V. is. To get him at six million for six years is incredible because, especially with number one defenseman, the minutes he eats, he has potential in three years to be like a Norris candidate. Yeah. And if he is on six million, that's Nashville. Like, we you know how we always talk about Nashville and their mm-hmm. deals? That's what we just got. 100%. Not and even We have Ghost on one, too. Mm-hmm. We have Sanheim on a bridge that could buy us. That's another reason why. That's I, okay, though. When you get guys on those kind of deals, like we have Rob and that, Ghost, that's what I was just gonna it's say. okay. You yeah, know that's what I was going to say. The reason why I'm okay with it is because they locked up Provy. They locked Provy up. Chuck Fletcher deserves... He had deserves, to lock one of them. I said it. I tweeted it out the night that he signed. If Provorov comes away with... If, if, if Provorov ends up being a Norris candidate like you just said, like you just mentioned, if he ends up being the elite defenseman that we all thought that we were drafting, $6.65 million is a steal. And Chuck Fletcher should be praised for that contract. Even if he's 17-18, Ivan Provorov, it's a steal. Yeah. Like, I would have been fine with eight. I really would have. Especially for, like, seven years, six years. I really would have. I really would not have complained about eight. Because I think he's going to be that good. And you already gave Sanheim the bridge, so you got to put your chips on the table for Provorov if you've given Sanheim the bridge. If you bridge them both, you have potential for your decor to be broken up in, oh, like, yeah. three years. It, it's a great deal. Provorov's happy to be back. You can just tell that he wanted to be in camp. He he, he, he was wanted at the to rookie be there. game. Took he pictures with people. Game, yeah. He told the the kid that took a picture with him that he was signing soon. And That's he why wasn't I love lying. him. He wasn't lying. That's why I love him. I love him too. He's a hard worker. I love Ivan Provorov. He doesn't like being late either. Did you see that clip that I uh I tweeted out? Yeah. Uh last year they followed Provorov around and he was uh packing. It was like it was like a, a kind of like behind the scenes kind of thing and he was saying that he was like, I don't like being late. I always have to be 15 or 20 minutes early, or I feel like I'm going to be late. So you know Provorov wasn't going to be late to camp. Just a professional. Just a number one. Just a good dude. Just a good dude. Go buy Maddie something special. Just a good good Russian boy. (laughs) Just my number one defenseman. That's that's just what he is, Danny. This made me love him so much more. Because you could tell he just really wanted to get it done. And especially in his press conference, he was like, I just let my agent handle it. I didn't even want to focus on that. I was just training. Love to see it. I love him. Joel Farabee has been getting some reps on the first line. Yeah. And this uh, is getting everyone excited, including us, because there's a legitimate chance that they can play together in a preseason game. Not the next two, not Monday or Tuesday, but AV said there's a a definite chance. Definite chance. Yeah, definite chance. That, ooh, that's exciting. Because he's he's proven he's belong. AV doesn't just say players belong 19 year olds belong he's been in this league for 20 years he's not here to kiss anyone's ass you That's know what i mean point. Yeah. and he praised frost too he, he, he's praising both of them as he showed that this prospect pool is it's disgusting fun, dude he's probably one of the best prospect pools he's seen since he was in vancouver with the Sedin this, twins this, and... i think this is the best one chuck fletcher and Vigneau. i think this whole re- regime has seen because they, they keep saying it yeah chuck was like this is the best practice i've ever seen this is the best first day of camp he i have did ever say that. seen yeah, because it was just constant, just constant flowing. One, two, three. Yep. Skate. Love it, dude. <laughs> Kevin Hayes is like, this is typical, typical AV practice. AV practice. I like, love how he talks. I know, bro. I like Kevin Hayes. He's a fun dude. Dude, you got to listen to all of his spit and chick interviews. I will. You will love, like, when you hear him say, like, stories about when he's with his buddies, like, Keith Yandel and, like, Goudreau, yeah. he's so just funny. Goons, bro. Yeah, he's so funny. And I'm so happy he's in Philly, to be For honest. For the next seven years. This is, uh, yeah, like you said, AV doesn't give out praise. Just He doesn't Especially just give it out. Olds. Not to a 19-year-old. He's playing with Couturier and Giroux, and he didn't look out of place. Question for you, Danny. If if he's playing with the first line, and AV's praising him like he's praising him, he's playing with the first line, he's going to get preseason time with that first line. Is he, make, is, is he on the team? I think so, yeah, and he was already my lock to make the team, and this is just further solidifying it. I have to think, he, yeah, because especially with TK holding out the right now, the longer TK holds if out, if Farabee is keeps doing what Farabee is doing, even if TK comes back, you can't send him down. Yeah, yeah, or he might keep the top line spot, and, and TK, TK can move down. 
I'm fine with that. AV might do that. It's a new coach. He might be like, listen, Farabee was here day one in camp. He got reps with these guys. I know their chemistry. I'm going with Farabee game one. He, he, he might do he that. He doesn't know TK. Yeah, he really doesn't. No. And he's frustrated. He literally said about Nolan Patrick, he's like, hey, I, he's getting his reps in. He's clearly a way out, but he's it's better here. than not being here. It's true. It's shade. It's hundred. It's it's not even shade. It's it's true. It's this is a camp. fucking business, dude. Yeah. Like you need to be there. It's a new new regime. Change of culture. Everything. Everything. And even Provorov was like, oh, we'll help. We'll help TK when he gets here. But like, if you read read between the tea leaves, it's not like even Provorov was like, this. He he needs to be here. Like he needs to learn the system. Everybody's going through the same thing. Everybody's learning AV's coaching style, his practice style. He needs to be here, TK. I mean, I'm sure it's not TK. I'm sure he just it's his agent just saying, "Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll I'm gonna get you your money." Blah blah blah. Yeah. But um, yeah, the longer TK holds out, the more chance Fairby has to to prove himself, and we're gonna see that tomorrow. All right, I'm gonna touch on this connect anything a little bit. So clearly, the problem is is that the Flyers want to go bridge. Connectney wants long term, but we have about six million and some change in cap space. And teams usually like a million or two for wiggle room for waiver wire and for call-ups. You mm-hmm. know, like they just like that wiggle room. So we can't give Konechny all of our six and some change on a long-term deal. So that's why Chuck is going for the short. That's why we're nowhere close. I mean, he could. We don't have the, well, he could. And but, just trade Hag. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely the route I would go yeah, at this point. We're three Hag days two? into camp. We'll tag two million AAV. Nah, Hag's, getting, the... Hag's getting chump change, dude. No, I, I thought Hag, No. I yeah. could have sworn Hag was like at least one or two, he and then might, Morin was might. like eight hundred k. That's why the possibility of trading Morin isn't really like a a smart thing to do for. Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't trade Morin at Not all. AV, but I wouldn't trade Morin either. But I'm just saying, I don't even know what you could get for Sam Morin right now. Yeah, to be honest with you, a bag of pucks probably. Yeah. A Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade, dude. Honestly, but uh, you can keep going with TK if you uh if you have any more left to say. I'm just like that's the impasse they are at, and. I just can't believe it's – well, I can believe it's going on. I can't believe Mitch Marner signed before Travis Connect. Yeah, if you would have told me Mitch Marner would sign him before Travis Connect, I would have told you that you were fucking crazy. And it's it's September 15th, and TK's still in Ontario while the boys are here practicing. It's, it sucks because I don't think we've experienced something like this as we Flyers haven't. fans in, ever. And I, mean, I, I, was personally. Told, I was telling you this last night. Um there's no excuse for a slow start this year. No. Like th- this we're so impatient right now it is literally and not to be corny, like they're they're saying is fly or die, like it's literally do or die this year. Like it, you have to produce or get out. 100% if I said it in a tweet I think a couple days ago, if Patrick has another down year, dude, I would wouldn't be surprised if he got traded. Here here's um one thing I was thinking about though. If Patrick had Let's say forty-five points to fifty points I'm around where. Yeah, I'm kind of fine with that because think about it. He's not going to be getting too much power play time, and he's going to be on the third line. So I'm talking more eye test. I'm saying like if we yeah, watch okay. him for an entire season and we're like, "Fuck, this dude's still just not playing the way he should be as a number two. Then like, I wouldn't be opposed to throwing him in a package for Patrick Laine or something <laughs> <laughs> that we talked about before. But I'm not, let's not jump to conclusions. Yeah. Let's not. It's fucking September 15th. Patrick's there. He's working. He's skating. He's he's doing what he needs to do. Okay, but, yeah, he's hurt. It sucks. We don't know what the fuck happened to him because he was practicing before training camp. He was with all the boys, skating with them, practicing with them, shooting pucks. And then training camp opens and he's hurt, upper body injury, but like they won't tell us what it is. What do he do, F- like fall out of his car? It seems like this guy never gets a full off season to come in healthy and train. I don't think it's one of those injuries where like it's going to d- derail him that bad. I think it's one of those like nagging injuries where he's like, oh, I'm not 100, but like I'm still good enough to be practicing and being out there. And yeah. skate. Like, the fact that he's out there in like full gear and skating with everybody, is, is it tells me that he's probably like a week or two away. Yeah. Or three. It's probably going to take him some time, though, in the first couple games to really get his legs on. Yeah, he now. needs to play in a preseason. Like, if he's healthy enough, he needs to be out there. 100%. Oh, I don't think he's healthy enough. No, I'm just saying, like, if, yeah. he's, if he's healthy enough, he needs to be playing because he needs the reps. Did you watch AV's interview on Snow the Goalie? Yeah, I watched a little clip of it, but 
after after you sent me that clip, I watched the whole thing. I it, it was a really great interview. You should really check it out. AV is the perfect coach that we needed now for this culture shift. I'm telling you, everything that he said. I know. If you haven't checked it out, that clip I'm, I'm, sent I'm plugging another pod right here, I know. But go check out AV's interview on Snow the Goalie because everything AV says, I don't know how it couldn't get any Flyers fan excited. Like he, he said, he's like, I've I've been so close twice. He's like, the third time I get there, I know I'm going to get it. Like I love this, this shit he said. Not, not even that. Not even like the those kind of words that he was saying. What he was saying brought so much happiness to me. He was like, quick transitions. Pucks up the ice. I was like, I haven't seen that since I was like 16, dude. I was like, thank you so much. Like, he's, he said yesterday, the first day of camp, he, they focus on the neutral zone, the defensive zone, quick transitions without the puck. They were doing that without the puck Friday. And then he was like, Saturday, we'll, we'll do it with the puck. The fact that he's concentrating on it, he's like, hey guys, to be a good hockey team, you need to have good, good transitions, breakout passes, you need to be clean. You know what I mean? And the fact that he's concentrating on that, first day of camp, like making an emphasis on that is awesome. Something we haven't seen in how long. Like when's the last time that we've seen a clean breakout pass from the fly? Like consistent. I mean, we don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say that we haven't seen it. They're a professional hockey team. I'm, you mean consistent. Consistent. Yeah. And that's what he's striving for. He wants a consistent team who's disciplined. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's exciting to hear. Dude, this is what I've been stressing on the pod since the first episode that AV, what he's going to bring, he's going to get the best out of a player you did not think you would get the best out of. You know what I mean? He's that's what he does, man. He's honestly like the the more and more that we go into this, the the more and more as time passes, I think he was the right coaching hire. I I really think he was the most important piece in this offseason. I really think Chuck hit the nail on the head with with, with AV. I really think he's the perfect coach for this. Giroux was talking about him and said he had a couple of sit down meetings with him and he likes what he's. He's talking about, obviously. He says it's all black and white, and it's all business. And Giroux also talked about, he said, for years I've played against Elaine's teams, and they're always hard as hell to play against. Yeah. And he said, I'm excited to finally beat that team. And I am too. And another thing that I like, this is just me being, I mean, this is just me looking at stuff from, from my house and tweets and stuff. But his fast practices, and now he only gives you three seconds between drills, I feel like that's going to translate to quick starts because it's going to get the team. You know what I mean? Like, it gets the team, like... It's going to get everyone boy- conditioned. Yes, that's what I mean. It yeah. gets everybody conditioned. It gets every- it, it get- the boys' bodies get used to starting fast and starting quick always. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When's the last time that we've heard a flyer player be like, oh, that was a hard practice? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I've never oh, seen that was them hard talk one. about intense practices Mm-mm. ever since lavi the first fucking practice with av is a hard practice and that even even Vorcher was like yeah that was a he was like that was a tough practice it's, a, like, it's a good tone setter i, I love it. it i think the I love boys it. love it too because obviously these guys want to win especially they, this core that's been here they like, fucking they, they need probably it. they needed a kick in the ass dude they needed this they needed to be worked Ooh. what have they done to not deserve to be worked nothing so yeah they haven't done anything no well, they also haven't had the depth but yeah, they also know. haven't done anything either. Yeah. So, AV also said uh, a big reason in him going out and getting Yo and Tarion for uh, the assistant coach roles is because since they've been head coaches before, they know the importance of an assistant coach and what they, and what they need bring to bring to, to the mm-hmm. table. And so they they are like, they're excited. Tarion said he's going to be playing good cop. He said <laughs> it in the interview. He said he said I was happy to bring Michelle on. I think he's excited to finally play good cop because he's always been the bad cop. Yeah. But now I'm the head coach, so I can play bad yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, he's like Terry. He's like, don't be mean to my yeah. bullies. He's, he's like, don't. I could just see Terry and like taking Raffle aside, like, like just <laughs> good blast Raffle, <laughs> blast Frost. Just give these kids what they need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let's dive into TK a little. Okay, yeah, sure. So I mean, I know we already did a little bit, but. So he's looking for... What are your thoughts? This is my thought. He's looking for a long-term... Like, he wants to be here long-term, which is awesome. But I heard that the Flyers keep bringing up his ice time with Haxtell and how Haxtell used him. And Konechny's, how the fuck's that my fault? The coach sucked. And the county argument for Konechny is like, okay, if my my time on ice was so low and I still put up 24... Have fun watching Scott Lawton score goals for you. Like, imagine if I played 20... Yeah, exactly. You have 30 pay months. the fucking kid. Yeah, pay him. I need him. Trade Hag and pay him. 
pay him. I just want Konechny in camp. I want this team to be fucking ready for Prague. Please, just pay him. Get this over with. Looking at the Marner situation over in Toronto, I was watching TSN. I don't know the names of the guys, but the one guy was fed up. I don't know his I, name. I watched that. I watched that. He was the like, overdrive, he, override guys. He, he right? was like, overdrive. he was like, get your dad. He was like, just get the hell he was like, out. Get the fuck away. And then the day after, I mean, like, I kind of thought that was a little excessive. It's That's fandom, man. It's fandom. It's a little excessive because number one, the season didn't. I mean the. Season didn't start yet. Preseason didn't even start yet. Training camp didn't even start yet. So you can't even talk shit until the offseason technically over. We can talk shit now because the Connecting's not there and the, pre- and the season started. So we can start saying shit. He was like, oh, get the fuck out of Toronto. We're not saying that now, are you? He's well, one of your best players now. I think what he thought is this was going to drag out because William Nylander took until December. Yeah. So I think he was expecting waiting yeah. for that. And he was just like, nah, I'm not dealing with this again. Get him the hell out of here. And he was also... I'm sure he's jumping for joy today yeah. that Mitch Marner's yeah. elite. And I'm sc- and he was saying how it translates to 110 Canadian dollars, his his contract. 116. He turned down $11 hey. million dollars in, in the summer. I mean, I mean, look what he got, season. though. He got 10.893, so he really did get it. He just got one less year. Yeah. So he could re-up in six years with but, inflation and get But can money. you blame him? Like, in, if they're offering me $11 million in October, what the fuck are they going to offer me in September? When No, you mean like in June? June's no, when they apparently offered they that. offered him a contract like last year, the beginning of last year, I think. I think it was like around or, the playoffs. Oh, was it? I don't know. They got eliminated by Boston. Okay, June. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. June. He was. If you're gonna offer me eleven million dollars in June, what are you gonna offer me in September when I'm holding out? You know what I mean? Like yeah, when I'm fair. threatening to hold out. It's, I mean, it's a it's a good point, but this deal it's, it's an overpayment. It's, it's ten million dollars, bro. It's such an overpayment. It's a dude. The combined cap hit. It's insane. Of John Tavares, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, and Mitchell Marner are forty plus million, which is. Half the salary cap. It's nuts. It's absolutely. What's Johansson makes? Johansson's a very good player. I like him. He's he's still on a low. He's low. Johnson, yeah, he's still low. But TK, I mean, there's not much to say about TK. Nothing's really. I'll be. They're not close. Apparently, uh, that, that's blowing my mind that they're not close because his comparables have been signed. Mitch, as much as people want to say, Mitch McAvoy, Marner, McAvoy is, just signed. Today. Yeah, I know. That was what was I that mean, three like, years, four point nine. It's, it's, it's right? the Wernicke deal over. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, obviously. McAvoy's not connecting is comparable, but these people are signing now. So, I love that we got Provorov. Like out of the three defensemen, Wierenski, Provorov, McAvoy. I love that we got the the long term one. Mm -hmm. I love it too. I mean, Rantanen's not signed yet, right? Lane Lane went to Switzerland. Yeah, he's not even. That's legit. Like that's like he's the one player where I'm like, there's an actual rift between him and the organization. Yeah, I don't think he wants to be there anymore. Braden Point got offered five point seven. That is disrespectful. What? For three-year bridge. I would have slapped him. For three-year bridge. Mitch, he, Ma- Mitch Marner was projected to get on his bridge eight to nine, he was asking. Offer him 5.7. He should walk away. He should tell him to go fuck himself. That's ridiculous. He's one of the best players in the league. Brandon Point is awesome. But it's also, like you said with Marner, if they're offering me this in June, yeah, yeah, so, so start low if you're the team and build your way up. But, like, that's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Um, He'll get more than that. But TK, like I said, not close. Looking for a, a long-term deal. I will keep you updated as time goes on, but right now it's, there's not much to talk about. All we know is that They're there's a close. rift between the Flyers and TK's camp because TK wants a long-term deal, and he's using his time on ice and goals, like the ratio between those two. But the Flyers are also saying, but you weren't used. But, but, but like, in TK's defense... That coach isn't here anymore. Like the coach who didn't use me isn't fucking here anymore. Got fired because he's incompetent. So what does that tell you? If he didn't use TK because he's incompetent and then he got fired, then what does that tell you? That he fucked up by not using TK. He should have used 2K, TK more. So I'm just going to say this. I don't think the time on ice argument, I don't really think the Flyers are really pushing it. I mean, I saw it on Twitter, so I had to. Yeah, yeah, it. I know. I just think, I think that was someone from like, TK's camp throwing that out there Maybe. because they know Flyers fans are going to, to up and react like <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, and it helps TK's 
It does. Um, yeah. I'm, but like, I don't know. We'll we'll keep you guys updated. Obviously, we want TK here. It's really annoying. Though. It's starting to really annoy me. I love that Farabee is getting the first line reps, that, but preseason is that. tomorrow. I was just going to say that. The only positive that's coming out of this is we get to see Farabee and Frost get even more of an opportunity to make the team. Especially if TK, if this lasts into the season, then they probably will make the team. If this lasts into the season, Farabee's probably making the team, like 100%. Yeah, because who, what other, what other guy that we have in the organization is that skilled to, I mean, Farabee's not going to come in and replace TK because TK is like a four year, three year, four year veteran. Four. Four. But he's probably the closest comparable to TK, like skill wise. You know what I mean? So I'm done with the whole TK. If there was one guy to fit TK's spot, it would be Farabee for sure. I'm done with the whole TK. But we got... (laughs) Four preseason games coming up this week. Yeah, we we got a back to back Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, and so Mon- TK is most likely gonna miss both of them. Yeah, he will. Not a good look. No, dude. not at all. Tomorrow it's Elliot and Lion starting. Yep. Correct. Yep. Um, it, all the kids are playing tomorrow. Tomorrow we get to see the line of JVR Hayes for a check. Very excited. We get to see the Farabee. Se- the second line is the same line from the rookie camp, apparently. Oh, is it? If it's Ratcliffe, Frost, and Fairbeard. Dude, this preseason game is going to be fun as hell to watch. And then Limblom, Shizuko, then it gets it gets weird. Um, I know Zamul was, was playing. Uh, Ghost. Myers? I think Myers, Myers is in that group. Myers might be in that group. I think he's the, like, the only notable outside of Zamula yeah. defenseman like prospect in that group. Well, I know Ghost is there. Oh, Ghost is in that first Ghost group as well? Okay. I'm pretty sure Ghost is in there, yeah. I mean, if he... Uh, I heard it. I heard he's having a good camp too, which is great to hear. Yeah, well, he was injured last year, but he was playing through injury through yeah the end of last okay, year. Okay, so Group A is the is the group that's playing tomorrow. So I'll read it off for you guys real quick. Kevin Hayes, Oscar Lindblom, Vrobiev, Van Riemsdyk, Chris fucking Stewart, Morgan Frost, Faraby, German Robustov. Don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. I'm sorry, Kyle Kriskulo. Maxime Shuko, Ratcliffe, and Voracek are the forwards that are playing. Defenseman, Andy Walensky, number three. I don't know who he is. Myers, you were right. Chris Bigress, Ghost, Zumula, Morin Braun, and my guy Millman. So that's a fun game. That's a very fun game. Definitely be... the funnest game. And I mean, it's going to be so good to see, obviously, guys like Claude Giroux again in the second game. But Carter that Tuesday Hart. game is going to be fun defensive blood. That Tuesday game, the defensive yeah, are that's playing, where all the big boys Sandheim, Hag, Provy, Niskanen. That's going to be fun to watch. Um, obviously, Carter Hart, too. Both but. games are definitely must-watch if you're Flyers fans. It is back, dude. Hockey is Wells back. Wells Fargo Center hockey is back. It was one thing watching, in the P- watching a bunch of rookies in the PPL Center, watching Kevin Hayes in the Wells Fargo Center tomorrow. In, in orange and black. Tomorrow. And like an actual like HD picture, not that Allentown picture With that we got. Our 4K scoreboard, our all black seats, Hockey's back, baby. our single center ice logo. Hockey's back, baby. How hype are you? How I'm so hype. This this is why I've. This is why we do this, guys, because we love hockey so much. We this off season's been fucking Gr- grueling, brutal, and we just it's preseason. Yeah, I mean, if you're sitting there, you're like, oh, these guys are getting hype over preseason hockey, but yeah, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> you damn right, I'm getting hype over damn preseason right I'm hockey. Getting, damn right, preseason hockey is different from preseason football and preseason anything else, honestly, because they actually play the full time. I mean, they don't play like their their asses off, but yeah, it's not like football where they sit out. They can't do that, so they play the entire game. It's, yeah, preseason, it's you actually see your vets. For full games, yeah, you see your rookies in big time minutes. Like, I, I it's mean, I'm, fun. I mean, I mean, you might see preseason rookies. football is boring as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. They should. Get I rid can't of stand preseason it. football. They yeah, just it get is rid of it. terrible. It is so boring. Preseason hockey, on the other hand, especially when you have a, a top ten prospect pool, it's oh, it's yeah. really as, as good as it gets. Best. Yeah. Make sure you guys record that game if you're gonna miss it. I I, I gotta keep Danny updated. I'm yeah, at be... least for the first little bit of it. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to catch some. I'm gonna be. I'm bed- definitely catching most of it though. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be bedridden with this hand, so I'll right, be. Just, I'm gonna be uh. How's that? Yeah, give the TLY fam an update on that. The, hand's the hand. good, guys. If, so tell them about the surgery and shit. So you're down bad. Yeah, so I had surgery Friday. That's why I didn't really. Danny kind of covered 
Friday and Saturday for me. I appreciate that, Dan. But um, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just surgery Friday for a broken, car, uh, broken hand. I'm fine. This I'll is be okay. this is the Jordan flu game, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's on the IR, but he's still playing. I'm still here. It's pro Rob playing with a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. He was like, if my shoulder was attached, I was playing. He said, if my hand's attached, I'm I'm doing the pod. Yeah, if my hand's <laughs> attached, it's every Sunday. It's every fucking <laughs> Sunday, baby. Love you guys. Thank you for. Thank you for the support. Thanks for asking about me. I really appreciate it. It's like a little family we got here. I really, I really do appreciate each and every single one of you. Yeah, T- Tim Younghands actually asked us if we were going to be going to any of those upcoming uh, camps Tim, and games. Can't hands Tim, broken. Tim, I would, I would be there if, if it wasn't for my hand. I can't drive off these the the meds that I'm Shit. on. It's just not safe. It's just not smart. I'll be there. Hopefully, I'll be there tomorrow i'm gonna try tomorrow see how i feel if not obviously monday tuesday and then i'll try to make a a practice during the week next week but um i appreciate you uh tim i'm talking to you again i appreciate (laughs) you being there and uh giving us a little updates on the on the boys and we're, we're all definitely trying to get everyone every flyers fan everyone that interacts with us all together for yeah. All throughout the year, yeah. Play playoffs especially. Like it's gonna be fun, guys. It's gonna be. I fun. do have an announcement to make. Can I make an announcement? Real yeah, quick? go ahead. So, not to get off topic too much, I have. I'm currently in the progress of having shirts made, and a flag made. So, to begin, we're not gonna order too many shirts because I don't know how many people want them. So let us know if you guys yeah. want a shirt. I'll let you guys know how much the shirts are gonna be. And the flag is going to be for the, the, the home opener against the New Jersey Devils October 9th, you said? Yeah, I think it's that, yeah. So, if you're going to the game home opener against the Devils and you want to come to a tailgate, just look for a kid in a cast and a Liberty Yell <laughs> flag. And we'll be there. Welcome everybody who wants to come and hang out. Another announcement. The website should 100%. Articles should be out. This, this weekend, week, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, after the game, I we're gonna shoot for the first article to be out maybe Wednesday because after the two yeah. preseason games, so look out for uh, the first Liberty Yell article to be out On Wednesday. LibertyYell.com. <laughs> Support us, please. <laughs> we need it. We're, this is fun. This is amazing. We're just getting started. You want to move on to the next topic? It's just uh, I, I just wanted everybody to know about the the t-shirts and the flags and stuff. Exciting any, stuff. Any other flyers related things on your mind or Um Yeah, I mean I, I, I could sit here and talk about camp all day. Let's go, let's go. Come on. <laughs> let's do it, dude. So talk about Rabutsov for a little bit because this guy is a two way beast. There was one play he made at the blue line when he had the puck during the oh. rookie game where me and you looked at each other like this guy's just dominant. He yeah, uh, he, he he was another guy that I don't think there was a couple of notes that I wrote about the uh, rookie game that I kind of want to go back. I know we talked about the rookie game in the beginning of the episode, and I'm kind of skipping. I apologize. This episode is all over the place because so many, so, so much, dude. This is the first episode where we actually have too much content. stuff to talk I know, about. I love yeah. it. So the first period in the rookie game, the the things that st- stood out to me, obviously, the first line dominated. The first line dominated the entire game. They're they're just too skilled not to. Robustov, I wrote down right here. Robustov, nice move at blue line. Then nice wrist shot that was saved. He made a crazy, crazy good move that I have. I don't think I've ever seen him make before. It looked like an NHL move. It was, yeah. 100%. Yeah, it was like that move would have worked in the NHL. And then aside, aside from the move, then he got the shot off, <laughs> and it was a great save. It easily could have went in. He was impressive. Two goals. That that uh, the Myers coming off the boards, making that deke around the guy, right to the he was in the slot. Myers then, is just toying with. And then people. he found Rubusov on the wing, and then Rubusov just put it in. And the second goal was nice too. They were, the Flyers were on the power play, and second unit too, right? Mm-hmm. Nice little and tip in. It was Vorobiev who was the assist, right? And uh, Rubusov yeah. was in the slot. He had to stick down on the ice like they've t- they've taught you playing fucking peewee. Yeah. I was playing peewee as a five year old, and they told me always put your stick on the ice. Rabusov had a stick on the ice, nice deflection, two nothing flyers. He's improving his case every day. And he's the one guy that's clearly not the fan favorite to make the team, but I don't think anyone has a problem with him making the team. Absolutely. He's a not. first round pick. Like we said like we've said on this podcast before, if he 
earns the spot, then give it to him. You know what I mean? All I'm say, just give me one kid. Yeah. J- just one kid to get excited about. Just yeah. give me one. You'll get one. I I you I guarantee you you'll get one. In Prague you'll get one. Interesting with the penalty kill. The first penalty kill forward unit was Ratcliffe or Bootsov, but the second was Frost and Fair. And they did. I mean, they did give up a goal, but it wasn't their fault. But they did look good. They they created a couple shorthanded chances that were that were pretty scary. I mean, just Farabee is a different kind of player, dude. Yeah, Farabee is a two hundred foot player. Farabee is like light years beyond his his age. He plays like he's twenty four, but he's nineteen and he's skinnier than us. He's very impressive. I'm very excited about fucking Joel Farabee. I think he makes the team. Apparently, Frost played like heavy penalty kill minutes in, down in St. Sumeria yeah, this did. year. And he, and he was specifically to get ready for the us, NHL, like defensively. He was saying that he needs to take less risks, risks here because obviously it's easier down there. To, yeah, like to remember him during the overtime? I love Frost, but he, he did that lazy spin. If it would have worked, the, sa- <laughs> the stadium would have da- went crazy. Daddy, Daddy and I kind of like got in. Not, we didn't get into it, but Daddy was like, why is he making that move? I was like, he's. I was like, it's a fucking rookie game. He's allowed to make the move. He was, Daddy was like, no, he's not. <laughs> no, the, I know the coaches are looking for the guy like Farabee, who's like all over the puck, yeah. pounding dudes. But that one play in overtime, where that's another thing with Frost. Nobody talks about this, but I I recognize this at the rookie game, and I'm sure you did too, because we both see hockey the same way. His stick is always in the right place, always making a poke check. Is always disrupting a play. He got dragged down on that one. Remember uh, when he picked it off the blue line? Dude, that was a yeah, breakaway, yeah. and that was going to be a goal. You know so, Morgan Frost was scoring that. So 3 on 3 overtime, uh, Islander was coming up the ice. Frost stopped him right at the blue line. Poke checked it, went around him, got tripped, Grab? then tackled. No call. The refs that game were fucking oh, terrible. Oh, dude, yeah, let, let's, let's, let's trash that right on, now. Hold on, hold on. Let's, we, let's we finish the, Frost, let's finish right, the yeah, Frost thing, and then we'll go on to the, the refs. So... He made the play. He got drugged down. Still got. I'm pretty sure he still got the pass. I, I I have it on video, but my video. I mean, my broken hand was in the way. I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to tweet anything. Still got the pass. I'm pretty sure it was still a scoring opportunity. But that should have been a penalty. Even if it wasn't a penalty, if he didn't get drugged down like that, it would have been a two on one, and God knows what would happen. The game could have ended. We could have went home. Talking about a Flyers Frost double. 100% a penalty. The refs that game were atrocious. I know it's a rookie game. Guys, they were really bad. Dude, I, the way they were is like the way they are against us in the regular season. Like, it was just so blatantly bad. It was really bad. But anytime we touched an Islander, it felt like their hand went up. How many power plays did they have at that in that second or third period where me and you were like mentioning to each other, like, we're due for a power play. Like, I know we're not supporters of a makeup call. I but hate Jesus that. Christ. Yeah, like, I hate that shit. I grew up. Like my dad, I grew up with my dad always saying that stuff. Like, oh, the Flyers have had three power plays, Chris. They're, they're due for a, a penalty. <laughs> yeah, my dad and, and little did I know, 10, ten seconds later, just <laughs> over the tiniest slash. Yeah. All of hockey's like, real rules thing. are subjective. Like a slash, it all depends on how really hard you slash them. Because if you, you you slash them like this, like really lightly, it won't get called. But if you do it on the wrist, it will. And it's yeah. like it's so. They the were ref, really bad. They, the ref, they're like football. The refs, I feel like you can call a penalty on any possession. They really can. If they really wanted to, they could They can nitpick and find something in every single play to call. Yeah, there's a penalty on every play. Yeah, but you have to. Just as long as it doesn't disrupt the it's play, a don't call game. it. Yeah, I know. Like, if a guy's getting dragged on a breakaway, you call it. If a guy's getting slashed on the on the freaking ankle very slightly, you don't call it. That, mm-hmm. that's, I, I was just really annoyed. I felt like, like, what are the refs trying to prove? You know what I mean? We're not here to watch the refs, dude. We're here to watch Morgan Frost. Call the damn penalty. Yeah, so Frost finished that game with just one point. And he hit the post in the shootout. The post in the shootout. He looked good. He split the defense on the one play and had a wrist shot that got glove saved. Had the whole arena standing up. You said it that night. You... You 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 were like nine times out of ten. That's that's a goal. Yeah, if he's dude, I'm fine as long as he's just just splitting as the long defense as he's like making that. that play, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm completely okay with it. Power play one in that game was Frost, Faraby, LaBerge, Myers, and Ratcliffe. Disgusting. I was so excited for LaBerge when we first drafted him. He has a great shot. I just don't think he's in the future plans of this team. Yeah, I don't think so either. But that I mean, sucks. That, that's just. The sad reality of having a deep prospect pool and a, what we think is a good veteran core. Yeah, he's a good, he's a great player, but I, I mean, but who I, can knows? Def, I can definitely see Laberge going 
going in a package for uh, something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's base. Uh, Yustamenko didn't look good. He kept us in it at the end. He looked really bad in the beginning, like extremely bad. He gave up those three soft. The, the first shot he faced when he came in was yeah, a goal. Was in, yeah, gave up. He looked like after he gave up the three flukes, he looked solid. He kept us in it overtime. He made a couple great saves in overtime. Mm-hmm. Gave up one goal in the shootout. I'm pretty sure because it's a wall Because Fairby hit the post. Frost hit the post. Sucks. Uh, yeah, that was it's just puck luck. That happens, sometimes. dude. But it, it, isn't it funny though how the Flyers prospects hit the post in a shootout? Is I just... mean, Patrick did it two years ago. Remember? Yeah, I know. We were talking about. I feel like every rookie game, the guy who we came to see always hits the post. I mean, if uh, if Frost and Fairby follow the path that Patrick took, because Patrick made the team that year, so yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it's like when Felix Sandstrom was in net. Every every so time Ustamenko, like every time the Islanders were cycling in our zone, I never felt confident with his ability. Yeah, but with Sandstrom in net, Sandstrom, if you go back and rewatch that game, he bails out so many bad sloppy flyer turner because remember for the first half of that game we were like this is just sloppy hockey yeah. Zamula he gave bailed up a, out so many of those Zamula had a really bad turnover in the neutral zone that led to a breakaway that that Sansom stoned the guy he looked really good it's going to be really interesting to watch him in uh, Lehigh Valley this year because he's going to have he's going to be the dude there that team's going to be really good dude. I know, I'm so excited to see him in a full like, just being the guy down there. I might have to buy an AHL package to go, especially if Frost and Fairby are down there. If, they, if, if God forbid, they don't make the team. Oh, yeah, that AHL package is mine. The AHL package is definitely getting added to the credit card. But imagine having, because Sandstrom is not going to be caught up in, before the expansion draft rolls around. So he yeah. will be protected automatically for that. We have the potential in, like, say, 2021, 2022. To have Carter Hart on an ELC and Sandstrom on an ELC as our tandem on a, in a winning team. I know. And That's beautiful. And you know Hart's not going to be one of those guys that demands a contract before you know, like before yeah. his contract's up. You know what I mean? He's he not. might get a payday when his is up. But he also might not because we just saw Bennington win a cup and he didn't make bank. You know what I mean? That is true. I mean, yeah, that but is then, very true. But Carter Hart is going to have these next couple years to really Show cement his case. Yeah. I noticed in the rookie game a lot. Did you – do you see they uh, on the power play? You know how Giroux usually gets the drop pass? They were dropping it back to Frost every Frost. single time. Are they still doing that for power play one? I know it's a new power play coach, new regime. Are they still going to? I don't know, bro. I Do you like the drop pass? I love it, yeah. I mean, if you give it to – I mean, I, I love it when <laughs> – I love it when it's getting dropped to Giroux or Frost, not when it got dropped to fucking Jordan Wheel. Remember when they used to drop it to Jordan Wheel and he used to come in? I mean, granted, he wasn't that bad at doing it, but – yeah, I like that play when it's getting dropped to G. Not fucking Jordan Wheel. Yeah. I mean, Frost looks pretty good at doing it. Frost is probably the one dude that I would pick out of all of them to come up with a puck because he's just so smart with the puck. I just thought it was like, like, hey, they put you in G's spot. That's pretty cool. No, you know that's really I mean? cool. I mean, maybe that's more of Scott Gordon's thing because I, obviously we haven't watched AV coach a, a game yet. We'll see Monday what he does. It'll be interesting to see what his... uh. What his first unit is going to be Monday? I'm sure it's going to be Hayes, JVR, Frost. Fair. Like it's it's going to be fun, dude. I know. It's going to be really. What fun. do you think Nolan's injury is? Because you know hockey, it's always upper body or lower body, and that's it. I don't know, dude. Maybe like, he got hurt like coming out of his car or something. I don't, I have no idea. My fear is that he had a hernia history, doesn't he? He had one in juniors. You, is that up, that's not upper? Oh yeah, it could be. I don't know. Like it's Her- that that would be a bad thing if it was his hernia yeah, again. Really bad. Concussion? I don't know, dude. I don't but know. like, how would he have gotten concussed? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, were, were we out drinking? How did I break got... my hand? Yeah, well, you're not getting paid millions of dollars to play for my hockey team. Actually, pa- is Patrick even getting paid millions now? He's getting paid like no, he's on his ELC, he's right? Yeah. ELC. I mean, like with his he probably signing... has a million now. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. his signing bonuses, his 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 endorsement deals. I'm sure he has a million, dude. Um, is that all I have to talk about with the rookie game? Anybody else stand out to you? Other That's than, about all for the rookie game. Let's, let's we got preseason going in the next couple of days. I'm more focused on that now. Training camp. TK. TK. I'm actually, and you call me crazy, excited to see how Brian Elliott does tomorrow. Definitely because, call because you crazy. I'm Brian hearing Elliott, I'm hearing he's fully healthy, and I'm hearing he looks good this Brian year. Brian Elliott could be a very very good backup in this league. 
And that's exactly if what we used, have for. Right. If he's used the way he needs to be used. Like, what I want to see, I want to see Hart open up the first two games. And then what's our third game? Who's a, Do you have any idea where a third game is again? It's on the road. That's all I that's know. That's where you start Elliot. You know what I mean? Like, first two games, you start your dude in Hart. And then Elliot. And then you go back to Hart. Actually, I think the third and fourth game might be back-to-backs. I'm not 100% sure, but... I think they're back-to-back, so Hart might get the third game, and then Elliot might get the yeah. fourth, and then Hart will go to the fifth. But in, a- in AV, we trust. I trust I'm AV. completely confident. He said also in the Snow the Goalie thing, he said that he's also said this many times, that goalies no longer play 65. Games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said he likes to bring it down, especially for Carter Hart, to 45 to 55. Yeah, because he's so young. He's also like... 21 years old. Yeah, he so. really straight. He spent like five minutes talking about how we, they really need to develop him and how he's still in his learning curve. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's still not, he's still he's figuring def- it out. He's definitely like in his learning curve, but he's so good that he can be elite while still learning. You yeah. know what I mean? That's we just saw Jordan happen. Bennington win a cup That's how good in his rookie yeah. year. And Carter Hart is good. Carter Hart is better can than, win something. Is better than Jordan Bennington. I think so too. I mean, like, I'm going to get fucking roasted for saying that because no, Jordan Bennington just won a cup. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't think so because Matt Murray did the same thing Jordan Bennington did, and Carter Hart's now better than Matt Murray because Matt Murray fell off. I never thought Matt Murray was that good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but he got a cup. He's got two. Yeah, he got two cups. Holy shit. Fuck Matt Murray, dude. Fuck that team. <laughs> you see the Malkin have requested a trade if Kessel stayed? Yeah, let's, let's go into that a little bit, too. That's, might as well dive into some around the league show. How much of a here. bitch do you got to be? Dude, did you see what Crosby said? That Because um, they were actually, at the end of the year, I think Rutherford was like, the only untouchable player on this roster is Crosby. And then Crosby went back into the, the GM's office and said, no, it's Crosby and Gino. He said, not, Gino's my guy. He's always been my guy. You're not, he's going nowhere. I, I love it, though. I don't give a fuck. I, I love it. Just, I, not, I hate the Penguins, but just from like, just a, like that's Crosby. You know, he's the yeah, best of the like, best. Yeah, that's, just that's put, his, put his fucking foot down. It's like LeBron shit. I love that. That's true. Like, it, it, that, that'd be like G being like, yeah, Hart's not going anywhere, dude. <laughs> like, or, or like, that'd be him like, listen, Jake, always been my guy. You traded Simmons, Jake is staying. Chuck <laughs> <laughs> so would be like, yeah, and then, then tomorrow he's a redwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow he's on the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, tomorrow he's in the fucking Red Wings jersey for a first rounder. Wouldn't be mad at, nah, I'm just kidding. Jake's going to have a good year this year. I hear Kevin Hayes has had a really strong camp. Like, JVR and Lindblom are really raving about him and the way not, he opens up the ice for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not very surprised they that say, he's having a good camp. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, they good. say his possession times are long. Like, he really, like, just gets it in deep and hangs on to it, wins the board battles, which we expected. The guy's freaking, what, 6'6"? Six, six? beast, dude. Yeah. Just everybody's going to continue to sleep on Kevin Hayes until he puts up career year points. I'm very excited about Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes, I'm not surprised he's having a good camp because he's used to AV's practices. So he's the one dude coming into camp that I was like, he's going to have a good camp because he's so fucking used to all that. He's so used to the, the three seconds between drills and all that stuff. So I'm glad he's having a good camp. If he was having, like like we said last week, if he was having a bad camp, then that'd be something that we'd be talking about. So the fact that he's having a good camp is a good sign. It's a very good sign, actually. The Flyers' exp- exhibition home opener tomorrow against the Islanders will be televised. So I obviously. think all of them will be, except for there's. I think it's the last one against the Rangers. No, no, because the last one's in Switzerland, right? That that's getting televised. Yeah, that I already, one. That the one getting... before the Switzerland one says it... radio only. All right. Well, which is, I mean. I'll find a stream. I'll find some way to watch that game. Don't worry about it. Got to go on YouTube real quick and find it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anything else on camp? I mean, Not yet. I mean, it's more of the same. I mean, today, Frost looked good. He scored a goal, like we like we mentioned. I You know, I want to see more Niskanen videos. Not getting enough Niskanen. They they hop on the ice at like, at like 2.30, I think. Today? Yeah. Niskanen's group? Like, okay. I think they're on the ice now. Maybe. Yo, Tim Young hands. If you have Niskanen videos, please, man. He, I need uh, some. There was a video of him shutting Frost down. Oh, who else? Wait, wait. Remember the clip of, uh, who was it? Curtis Gabriel? <laughs> Just owning Frost and me. I was like, uh. I, uh, uh I, I slid up on, uh, 
Curtis Gabriel's Instagram story. Yeah. I was like, yo, bro, I was like, I'm going to need you on the fourth line next year. Because I'd rather have him than fucking Tip Pitlick. Would you? He can beat the it, shit out of me. For me, it's pick your poison. I don't know. I was just going to be nice to yeah. him. <laughs> like, for me, it's like you would put Gabriel in it if you want more physicality on your fourth line. You put Pitlick in if you want the speed. True. Either yeah. way, it doesn't matter. Either way, the guy is going to give you, like, what, 12 points? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's not giving you anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, camp just started. It's exciting. Hockey's back. The boys are back. New regime. AV's coaching a tough practice. He's having fun. First preseason game tomorrow. Chuck, Monday, Chuck's still open as always. We were talking about that throughout the week. That was awesome. Yeah, he got interviewed. He got interviewed in Allentown after the first period because I watched it when I got home. And he's just so much more open than than Hextall ever was. Ever was. He was uh, the announcer asked him. He was all the young guys. What are you looking for? And he was like, I want Frost, I want Faraby, I want Ratcliffe to 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 show me what they can do and make the team. Like it's just, it's a, it's so refreshing to hear these these kids being able to to, to finally make the team and and not have to go through the Hextall lingo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you're you're too small. You're too small to go play. Ellis Peterson is probably the same. Height and weight as Frost, Gaudreau, like all these young players coming into the league now who are the same body. I mean, don't get me wrong, Frost has got to keep his feet moving and play with the pace, get used to playing with the big boys. Like we said, he was kind of upset the other day that he got clamped by Sean Couturier, but I like the fact that he's pissed off about that because he's also gonna. I know character. He's gonna learn from Couturier so much. Katoria, I guarantee, especially after seeing him frustrated, Katoria knows what that's like. He's gonna pull him aside. He did. After he did, he said he said, "Do I mean throughout the year? Oh yeah, like yeah. when they're playing like meaningful games together, and he's really gonna help him out." Morgan, you're a 20 year old kid. He's a 26 year old man who's been playing in this league since he was 18 years old, and then he's the best two way center. He's clamp. He's clamp. Like he's. Probably the best two-way center in the league. I would go Patrice Bergeron, Sean Couturier. Yeah, easily. He's a Selkie winner. He should have won the Selkie and by now. I would pick Sean Couturier over Patrice Bergeron in terms age. of age. Yeah. But if I'm picking how to win a cup this year, I'd pick Patrice Bergeron. But Sean Couturier is the best, youngest, up-and-coming. Easily. If arrived already. And A.V. said that Faraby looked like he belonged. He's like, I know it's practice, but he looked like he belonged. And he's, he's frustrated about TK not being there. People were, are mad about AV saying that he's disappointed. Why? I don't know. Like we're all disappointed. Your coach, of of course, your coach is disappointed. Like I'm sure TK saw that he said that and was like, I'm I'm disappointed too, dude. Like, would you want AV to come out and be like, oh yeah, I don't really give a shit that, that TK isn't here? Well, what some people were saying, he could say, we just really want him here and wish he was here. Okay, no, that's the fucking. I'm not here for the soft. That's that hackstall shit. Yeah, I'm bro. not here for the soft. That shit. like that was the come old regime. Yeah, come to camp. That was the old regime. The new regime. They want you here. It's a fucking business. You need to be here. New regime. New system. You need to come in and learn it. I'm glad he said that. How come from the? I wonder if from the beginning of Connectney's camp was like it's either long term or nothing. Because I wonder if if they did that, if they wouldn't have already freed up the room for this. You know what I mean? I wonder if this is just recently. Because, I don't know, dude. dude, it's like this. Clearly, the Flyers aren't going to... Like, they clearly don't want to give you the long term. No. And, and you're pissed off about that. I get it. Then prove yourself. Take a bridge. Maybe even take a one year. One year, six mil. Something like that. Yeah. It's like, take an inflated one year. Maybe one year... I don't know. Just do something. Get on the books and prove yourself. If you if the Flyers are really underrating you and underrating your yeah, time on bad. ice, yeah. take a bridge, come here, and then light it the fuck up then. Like, it's, it, like it's, you're three days in a camp. You can't miss preseason because you will start slow. And I'll tell you what: if you miss all of these preseason games, Faraby will take your spot. And Faraby, like it's, he's gunning for it. Yeah, so he's gunning for it because if Faraby plays all the preseason games with those guys and played camp with those guys, new regime, and not Hextall, and looked good, what reason does Av have for putting TK, who hasn't shown up a day, in right back into that spot? Nothing. No, actually, he, it would, he, it would send know. a message if he sent him down the depth chart. He doesn't like, hey, know you're TK. on the third line now because yeah. you didn't show up. The first practice, he made Flair and Chuck make, make the, the line because he it. doesn't know. Love it. I love it, too. I love a coach a lot that of people, knows hockey. I we saw, finally have a coach that knows hockey. I saw a lot of... Right no, you're fine. I saw a lot of comments on Twitter saying, oh, 
Oh, this fucking coach doesn't know the players. He's been here for four months. Oh, my God. I hate incompetent people. He wanted to... He doesn't know the rookies. I'm sure he knows who G is. I'm sure he knows who fucking Vortex yeah, he is. He knows Claude Giroux. He He's does, had a game plan to Chuck, play against Claude Giroux in a playoff Chuck's series. been here since last year in February. He knows these kids a little bit better than AV does. There's nothing wrong with the coach and the GM being on the same page. I fucking love the fact that AV asked Chuck they have, and Flair dude, to make the lines. One thing I'm getting, Hextall seemed to really push everyone out and kind of did things by himself. AV and Chuck seem to have like the same vision Cohesive. on the same page. And so do the assistant coaches. And hopefully if the players buy in, that's a winning culture. Danny, this this entire organization is a breath of fresh air right now. I'm going to be completely honest That's why we're you. so excited That's right why now. I'm so excited. It's... it's, it's Nothing's the same. September's never felt this fun. No. In terms of hockey. Absolutely not. I'm so used to seeing Dave Haxtell fucking running practice. That was a boring practice. I'm just... Morning skates? I'm very I'm so excited. happy those are done. Yeah. Apparently the AV is... What, a, what, do, what does a morning skate really do? Just warm you up? Like... I don't know. I don't know. I like I, I like the one, two, three typical AV practices. Yeah. That's why I want those every day. Typical AV. <laughs> That's what Hayes was saying. Yeah, I know. Dude, Hayes... If there was one flyer I could interview, it'd be Hayes. I love him. It would be Hayes, yeah. 100%. In terms of like pure like comedic stamp, obviously I'd be like, Drew, sit down on the pod and talk to us. Yeah, but, but a comedic hazy, standpoint, yeah. Hazy. Hazy probably the best content for that. Dude, is, there any, is that it? I'm, I'm, I'm good with everything. Yeah. Monday should We're be fun. We're rambling, ranting. Tuesday should be fun. Website, look out for the articles. We will be tweeting heavy, so you won't, you won't yeah, miss it. You won't but. miss us, as long as you follow us. I'm good with everything. All right, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at the Liberty L, Instagram at the Liberty L, YouTube Liberty YouTube. L. You can find us anywhere, man. Um, I'm at Tly Danny. I'm at Chris Stumps on Twitter. All right, is TK gonna be signed by next episode? No. No, really, no. really. Oh, Do I honestly oh, think God. this is gonna oh, last? God, I really don't want it to. I'm gonna say no because. Every fucking time that I've said yes, he hasn't. So maybe just reverse, like yeah. reverse like, like psychology. Yeah. So uh, no, he won't be. Sick. I'll just say yes. Then I guess just just to make it interesting, you know. Go Flyers. Go Flyers.